Good Monday morning. It's a new Monday morning, which means new things are starting this week. We are here always, though. We're your one constant in this crazy world. It's the Public Golfers Podcast. It's Dom starting off your Monday the right way with Justin, as always, here excited to take you into another week. Um, Justin, let's start with you. It's Monday. What are you looking forward to today that's going to kind of kind of springboard you into the rest of the week? Well, I mean, I think anybody who is a golfer or anything like that is already looking towards the weekend uh, for the upcoming Masters. And we're not going to talk about it on this episode. We're nope. obviously going to save all of Wednesday's episode. We'll all be about the Masters, talking about the betting lines, talking about who we like as a favorite, talking about... Uh, everything there is to do with the Masters, maybe even sprinkle in a little bit about DJ's uh, little uh, lunch that he had or dinner that he had put together with some of the choices on there. <laughs> maybe get your pick or your thought of, hey, if you won the Masters, what would be your, um, you know, your dishes and that that you'd make everybody eat with you? Oh, yeah. Because the, the winner gets to pick that. So all that's going to be coming on Wednesday, but I know that's exciting. But also, too, I mean, just the weather's getting nicer. I know the rest of this week uh, is not looking great. Uh, rain. Weather-wise, a lot of rain, but good thing is is with rain means that grass is going to be growing. Things are mm-hmm. going to be getting greener. And oh, we're, yeah. we're so close to the full swing of golf season being here. So it's a fun Absolutely. time of the year. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the uh... – the dinner at Augusta because Lord knows I was going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but again, we aren't here to talk about it today. We are going to bring that to you all Wednesday to get you ready for the the big weekend, full of stories, full of uh, full of fun times to be had. But uh, of course, there was uh, there were some family gatherings this weekend in a safe, responsible way. Um, I know you know everyone celebrates their own holidays their own ways. I was thrilled to be able to make it out to my aunt and uncles again, as I have at least for the past 20 years, I would say. I think, I mean, I know my aunt and uncle have hosted our Easter celebration every year, as long as I can remember. Um, but again, it's good to see the family. It's good to to carry positivity into the week. And like you said, even with the rain coming, at least that means that the courses will be getting into a nicer condition. Um, grass will be growing ideally at a faster pace and it's going to be, you know, good times ahead. Uh, maybe not, maybe not so much golf this weekend, more watching golf, but, uh, plenty of golf to be played coming around the bend and, uh, you know, we're recording on Sunday night. So we're actually able to talk about the golf that just happened that just finished up today. Yeah. Well, one quick shout out here for my uncle, Tony. Uh, I would feel bad if I didn't mention this. So he mm-hmm. puts together this huge Easter gathering with an Easter egg hunt. And I'm sure everybody probably does some form of Easter egg hunt. You know, it's it's everybody does something right. Uh, of course, and of course, with my family, it's it's a large family on that side. So everything gets taken. Maybe it's a little bit too far to the extreme. Mm-hmm. So we have an Easter egg hunt every year. And Dom, I will let you give a guess on how many eggs get hidden it's outside okay i'm gonna guess somewhere in the realm of two to 250 okay so it's over it's three i think it was 350 this year wow of eggs that were hidden outside now obviously there's some that are just laid out 
there's bigger eggs that have some of you know my younger cousin's name on them so that they get them and they'll have you know right. prizes in them but what we've they've done to always keep the older cousins involved is the eggs also have money in them oh yeah so there are three golden eggs that have twenty dollar bills in each of them <laughs> okay and okay. then there are fives and tens and dollar bill ones too all the way throughout and then on top of that, too, there is prizes. I think it's one through nine for prizes. Okay. And then at the end of it, obviously, prize one goes up to the prize table first and picks. This year, there was um, $15 gift cards to Dunkin' Donuts, um, of course, Starbucks, yeah. uh, Qdoba, you know, all the likely things. I think there's a Buffalo Wild Wings up there. And then there's also oh, stuff for yeah. the little kids, too, like – there was a Nerf basketball hoop. There was a little Nerf gun up there. So I don't know if you can exclusively say those are for the little kids. I would have enjoyed one of those one of those prizes. Yeah, it's actually funny because I my Nerf basketball hoop that I had throughout college in my apartment was from Easter. I had one. <laughs> I was the second last prize, and it was between that and a gift card. I forgot where the. I think the gift card was the Starbucks. And I didn't yeah. drink coffee or anything like that during college. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm for sure taking the Nerf hoop. Uh, right. and I put it up in my in my apartment, and it got a lot of use out of it, uh, a oh, lot of I'm tape. Sure. Um, yeah. You'd be surprised, man. Those things just first. They take some abuse. They do. But a little bit of duct tape, it'll it'll make it work. Yeah, it was. I I had to throw it away when I moved out because there was just a ton of duct tape. It was kind of falling apart. It was basically <laughs> just a hoop that you taped up onto a wall. The back, like little backboard, was all screwed up. But yeah, it was a it was a good time. But as you had mentioned, we do have mm-hmm. our boy, a winner, a winner. I'm just happy for. I him. mean, I don't know where to start with that one. I loved. I guess my biggest thing, I mean, he had a great day today. Yep. He shot six under today to seal the deal, and he won by two strokes. Put up minus 18 over the weekend. And, I mean, I don't know. Do you call two strokes close? Like, yeah. like, like what is your definition of close? I, I think it's close if it comes down to the last hole. Okay. So, technically, it was close in the sense mm-hmm. of uh, – I can't think of who was in second place now. I'm drawing a blank on their name. I'm I got it right here. Uh Hoffman. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought Hoffman. Charlie Hoffman. Technically it was close because there is always a chance with that high level of golfers, mm-hmm. there's always a chance to hole out. Especially when they know, hey, I yeah. have to hole out here. Mm-hmm. There I've seen some pretty crazy shots where they've been real close to holding out when they know they have to, and it's like well, who cares? I gotta go for this, otherwise I'm in second place anyways. So Right. Um, so you might as well go for it knowing that you're gonna have yeah, I mean you're gonna be right there anyways. Yeah. It's I kinda, get it. It's kinda like a scramble when you got a couple other shots. You're like, if you're mm-hmm. not going for it, it's kinda like what are you doing? But Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean obviously I, we didn't even say Speef won. I don't know if you said that or not. I I did not, but Jordan <laughs> Spieth put up, yeah, put up a six under to finish eighteen under for the weekend and win one point four million dollars, million dollars, uh, and I mean, I think he's gonna be feeling himself. I mean, how can you not? I mean, if you look at Spieth's career, right? Mm-hmm. 
obviously kind of comes onto the scene with that Ricky, that uh, Justin Thomas, that kind of group, the Dustins of the world, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of mm-hmm. group came in. They were the young guns. And really it was Jordan Spieth who led that group in the beginning. Yeah. Of like, hey, he was the top dog. You know, he mm-hmm. was winning everything. He went on that crazy tear for like three, four years where he was winning majors, winning PGA starts. I mean, everything about him, you know, he had that that chip in out of the bunker, you know, the chest, weird kind of chest bump with his caddy, he chucked the <laughs> club, you know. I mean, some iconic moments, right? And right. then he kind of fell into this weird slump where mm-hmm. he just couldn't put his game together. And I think that's why people love Jordan Spieth so much, outside of he's just generally a great dude. I mean, does tons for charities, everything like that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know his story with uh, his family member too, who um, has some things going on and, you know, very close with his family, very hands-on with a lot of things. And I respect a lot with what he does, not right. even on the course, just outside of the course, how he handles his business. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so relatable because we, everybody who's been a golfer too has had that slump where you're yeah. just like, I can't hit anything right now. Like I'm terrible. Yeah. And he- I I think that you nailed it. I mean, and it's good to see it finally. I mean, we've talked about it for the past few weeks now, probably going on about two months on this mm-hmm. podcast about saying that Spieth was going to get back to four. It was a matter of time. Yeah. You don't, you, whenever you have a slump and this is for anything really, um, excuse me, when you have a slump, you have to just kind of hit the reset button in your head, realize like, okay, I am better than this. I know how to do what I'm doing. And like, especially at that level, there's a reason that you are on the professional tour and you just have to dig deep and kind of find that. And it was good to see him put it together. And, you know, like you said, he's an up, he's an upstanding gentleman. He really does a lot of good things. I think again, he's widely liked, not just by, the fans, but by the other guys on the tour. Um, And I mean, he had a good round today. I mean, in the first four holes, and again, we talked about his battling of adversity. Part on the first, he had two straight birdies, then a bogey. Mm. And at that point, he like, I mean, bogeys are not fun. It's, but it is nice to go into a bogey after you just birdied the past two holes. Yeah. So you're still under. So, I mean, it's, it's impressive just, just how good some of these guys are and how yeah. how well they can play. Yeah. And, again, it's going to be our weekly check-in talking about the mental side of golf because I feel like we have a, a check-in every week of it now. But mm-hmm. it just shows you the mental fortitude that Spieth has, and, and that's what you have to have to win in golf, to win on a PGA mm-hmm. Tour. And I don't know if there's anybody, and I'm sure everybody has their own story, but – the slump that he went in where people were questioning at one point if he should just retire, which to it's me crazy. was crazy because yeah, I'm like, no, I agree. he's still young. Like he's, you know, was doing stuff with his swing, everything like that. But people were like, Hey, he was like basically referring to him almost as lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? Where, Hey, it's everything was clicking at the right time. He hit the game at the right time where, you know, it's kind of almost that lull between, you know, Tiger kind of coming off being the guy, the dominant guy. You know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, if we want to talk about people who were at the top during that time, I mean, Keegan Bradley, which 
who knows what he's doing. I know he's still playing and he was still, you know, you'll still catch him on the leaderboards and that, but mm-hmm. even he was winning, you know, majors back then, you know? So I think it was validation for Spieth as being a, you know, not in the conversation of all time. Great. Cause he's not, but a very solid player for his time. And it, it's really cool to see someone get that swagger back mm-hmm. of, Hey, I can do this again. And who knows where he goes from here now? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he wraps, you know, wins two majors in the next two years, you know, or no, three majors in the next two years. I get it for sure. I think really it's just about getting that one under your under your belt. You know, I always he's going to if he's if he's listening to this one, he's going to be pissed at me with Marlowe, with our buddy Anthony Marlowe. <laughs> he was a great basketball player. Um I always thought he had to get that like confidence layup in before his shot started clicking. Yep. I always did because every time he would start shooting before he made that first layup, I was like, ah, that looks a little off. He's got to get that confidence booster, that layup. This was Jordan Spieth's layup, I yep. think. I think this was the layup that's going to start him back onto a trajectory that's going to put him right back near the top, if not the absolute top. And again, we got a lot to talk about on Wednesday. I don't want to ruin anything, any thoughts that I'm having right now. But when you tweet out the Jordan meme, you know, I took that personally. I know. It's hard to not justify throwing 10 bucks on him to win it all. But that's for that. Again, we're going to touch more on those things on Wednesday because there's uh, good for him. Good for him. Happy for him. And now we we move on to the next one because I'm sure he's already passed this one. He's putting the check in the bank and saying, "Great, let's get going." Yeah. Well, okay. Two two quick comments on that, and then we can we can move on because I know we got a lot of other stuff to talk about for this okay. episode. Okay. One comment um, regarding Spieth's win. I think what was great about this win too for him, it wasn't a necessarily like a blowout. Hey. The last six holes, all I have to do is not have a tarot like a like a plus Long eight hole, hole right? Mm-hmm. He had to put shots together down the back nine and actually stay locked in and focused. And I think that's what he's been missing, kind of that closing mentality the last couple of weeks that he's been in the running. He, you know, every Sunday the last couple of weeks that he's been kind of up there on top of the leaderboard, mm-hmm. it just seemed like he was missing something. You know, that, that old, hey – he's going to chip this in or, you know what I mean? Just like that feeling, that gut, that, yeah, I, I can make it happen. So I think him doing it the way he did it and against a, a fairly strong field too, um, you know, it was no slouches where he went, you know, to Joe Schmo's PGA event that has all, you know what I mean? There's some yeah. big names in that, in it that were, that were pushing him to the limit. Second thing, when you win, mm-hmm. do they just like, can you get that amount of money just wired to your account or how does that work? I don't know. Are the days of the big checks gone? Yeah. I mean, like, because I like seeing the big checks. You got to take it to a big bank to cash it. A but big check bank, still, yeah. Yeah, you got to take it to the bank with a big check department. That's all. But I imagine it's probably just a, a quick wire. Because I, I just, maybe it's because I've never made that much money in my life. But, like, I just can't <laughs> fathom. Because, like, to me, right, if I see, hell, if I see $75 that I get into my account that maybe I yeah. wasn't expecting to have there. Uh-oh. I'm like, hell yeah, like 75 bucks. Holy shit, let's go, you know? Right. 
No, I hear I can't you. imagine <laughs> over a million dollars. And I'm sure taxes and all that's not over a million. I could, relax, guys. I get it. But, right. like, to me, that's just very, like, almost unfathomable to, like, just imagine, like, seeing that many zeros just, like, transfer. Like, one transaction. Just pop up all of a yeah. sudden in your account. Very yeah. casually. Like, oh, yeah. I get it. I get that for sure. I really, I really hope. I mean, when's the last time you saw a giant check for anything? I only see them anymore for, like, the halftime shows. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, the hey, if you make a half-court shot, he wins $5,000. Which and could be, a like, a check. medium check. Yeah, yeah it could be, like, a medium check. And I feel like, too, sometimes those uh, the big checks, mm-hmm. it's like you guys couldn't get anyone with better handwriting to write on them. <laughs> like, sometimes they're a little sloppy, and I'm just like, mm, I don't like if you're going to take a picture with it. Right. At least have someone with a little bit better handwriting. And I always wonder too, like, do you think they just have like the cardboard the cardboard piece of it and they just lay over the new check every time they need to do it? Well what it's probably just one check that they get. And I don't know. Maybe they I Do you don't think know. they order a new one every time or it, it doesn't make a, a lot of sense to do that. There's Maybe they have a, a marker standing by ready to write the date on it. And, like, it's just blank, like, has two, you know, recipient, this amount, from this and this, with the date blank on it. So, you can, I mean, do you, how do you cash the giant check? Yeah. I always, All jokes aside. Yeah, I always wonder that. I mean, we joke around about the uh, the big uh, the big check department. But right. I think it's probably, you just hang it up. I would imagine they still wire you the money or something like that. And you just get to keep the giant yeah, check they, for you, a souvenir. Yeah, you get to hang it up on your wall, maybe. Maybe it's more of like a, a for show thing, because, yeah, I don't know. I, I Maybe they write you a normal, hey, hey, Jackie, Jackie, you think you could, you think you could write me just one of those normal-looking checks? We'll see, but you got a big check. Just take it to a bigger bank. That's all you gotta do. Oh, that, oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, outstanding, outstanding movie. But we did get out this weekend. We enjoyed some of the beautiful Wisconsin weather. It got up to sixty-one by the time we finished up our round on Saturday. We know we teased it last weekend, being a two-on-two scramble between myself and Justin versus Colin and Dustin. But uh, breaking news, you're going to hear it here first. Uh, Something came up. Life happens. It does. Uh, We still appreciate all of the guys that we get to golf with regularly. Dustin had to miss out on our scramble on Saturday. It threw a slight wrench into the plan. We allowed Colin to try and find a replacement partner as our confidence was high from all, all the shit that we talked. Yep. And we figured, just let him have his pick of the mill. We'll we'll be okay. Well, Colin strikes out once, strikes out twice, and turns it over to us and says, do you have someone that could make it? So I then reach out to my golf league partner, Adam, and all of a sudden we have a new match. We have a new game. So the game was Justin and Colin versus myself and my golf league partner, Adam, in two-on-two scramble, best ball, in which Adam and I got a stroke uh, per hole on the three toughest holes on each nine to kind of try and make the match even. And I tell you what, I'd say it was. Yeah. 
I think the three strokes was right on on the three hardest holes on both nine. So a yes. total of six strokes for all of you math wizards out there. Uh, mm-hmm. So basically they got a stroke on the six toughest holes on the course. Yes. Um, and yeah, we I were mean, playing match play. So it really, like, it didn't matter for strokes at the end, but just to try and give us, you know, keep us competitive, which, again, I I couldn't I agree with you. We had opportunities. We squandered them. We lost. uh we were two down after after the 18, but uh, I mean I think it was spot on. Like I like I said, the chance was there. We lost. Adam and I lost the last hole, which we were looking at as okay, we could win this hole and we would have tied for the day. We were one down going into 18, and that was the hole we were getting a stroke on. But some wayward tee shots. Um, I couldn't believe I put my three wood in the creek. I'm gonna be 100% honest. Yeah, you hit a really, really good three wood. The only problem mm-hmm. is, is that there was water, right? It slam where it, dunked it, right it into went. the creek. Yeah, it, and the crazy thing was, is when you said you were gonna hit three wood, I had that flashback to last year when we played that mm-hmm. hole, and mm-hmm. I also hit my three wood into the creek. Yeah, and I was thinking in my head, I'm like, man, that would suck for them. But well, on the other hand, I was like, it's kind of cold. You know, it's, you know, none of us were really striking the ball great, right? Right. So I was like, I, I'm not, because I was, I was, and I, I know this is going to sound like I was, you know, making this up, but I was going to say, hey, do you think that might be a little bit too much? But I thought in my head, I was like, well, maybe, you know, hey, he can hit that because Adam had hit his five wood so well the whole day. I mean, it and was that was money club. Oh, that was why I told him to hit first. Yeah. So we talked, and we I told him, I was like, listen, you tee off first, hit your five wood, get something out there. Well, he tops it. The one tee shot that he topped all day, he was yep. hitting that thing beautifully. And when he pulled out the driver, he hit that well, too. Adam's tee, Adam was on. Um, but he tops that, and that was when I decided, okay, I'll hit three wood. Because had he put one out there short of the creek, I was going big dog. And okay. what's gotcha. crazy enough is if I would have hit the big dog well, like if I hit the same shot with it. the driver with that, that hit with that three wood, I'm over. I'm yeah. over for sure. But, I mean, it was it was a fun time, obviously. We always have a blast, and it was great to get out there. It was great to get the first full 18 of the year Yeah, in the I, bag. I mean, it was uh... – which you you and Adam are both crazy for. They had shorts on at tee off when it was like forty five degrees. So it was kudos like forty eight. Kudos, <laughs> kudos to you guys because I was not. I I'm just not about that. But it was definitely an intimidation factor walking up to the first tee box. Like holy shit, these guys are in shorts. Yeah. These guys came to play. I mean, wow. Uh, but yeah, it was it was overall fun. I guess Dom for you. Yeah. What 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 do you think? maybe for yourself or your team or, or mm-hmm. maybe just in general, what was one thing you, you thought went well, maybe a good for you? Definitely. Um, good was definitely overall morale and teamwork between the two of us. Okay. I think what really allowed us to stay in it was the fact that, you know, we both knew like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta pull one good shot between the two of us every time and it allowed us to really like you know 
And on that first hole, I think it was a great example. I had a three wood off the tee that cleared the other creek right in front. And then I think Adam hit a nice eight iron out of there, just gets into the fairway after I topped one. And then Adam hit one that went way out of bounds. I hit a nice seven iron that just got past the green. But right there on that first hole, we kind of had that moment of, okay, we're each going to be hitting shots. We're each going to, we're going to be able to make this work as long as we stay positive. Um, so I definitely think that was something that went well. Just the overall idea of the teamwork, the strategy, and playing off of what what we were both doing well, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. No, that makes sense. I think, yeah, the, the, the biggest thing when you're playing any type of scramble, may that be 2v2, may that be a four-person scramble, whatever it is, you just can't have one shot where everybody hits a bad shot. And I feel like that's always the thing that uh, knocks people off or, or hurts people mm-hmm. is that you have that one that one hole where everybody hits a bad tee shot or that one hole where everybody, um, you know, everybody has a bad second shot. You know, yeah. so it, there's always that one hole, and I think maybe 18 you could say was that for you guys. And, oh, 100%. And the thing is, is it's like, hey, you made it through 17 holes with not having that hiccup. Yeah. Sometimes it just unfortunately happens where you have that hiccup on the 18 and you know, it's 18 is open, but mm-hmm. you do stro- you guys did stroke on 18. Yeah. So it's not an easy finishing hole. I mean, this isn't like a, a lollygag, no. uh, but you know, par four coming it's a in. Valley, that makes you feel really? Good. Yeah. It makes you feel good about yourself. The it's hole a tough is a hole. Valley. It's, it's got a-, a Creek down from the tee box. And then after you clear the Creek, it's straight back uphill to the green. Yeah, and it's a. I would say it's a pretty narrow green with uh, yeah wooded, wooded all the way around the green. You'll get a chance to see it a little bit. So we weren't able to film a four, a full uh, scramble video, uh, a two v two video. But what we were able to film was actually a how low can we go just with Colin and I's shots. Uh, so that will be going up on the YouTube channel in the next couple of weeks here. So keep an eye out for that when that part three of that uh, series comes out. You'll see the 18th hole, how it kind of goes down into the valley and comes back up for a good reference point of, of what we're talking about there. But, yeah, I mean, I think overall you guys played really well. Um, there was times where Colin and I didn't – we missed two. And, and I think that's yeah. always going to happen the first time you're out. I mean, I scalded probably – 60% of my iron shots, 70% of my iron shots. And I hit some nice ones, you know, I, on 17, when we had a, you know, a good drive from Colin and, uh, you know, Colin kind of pushed his out right pretty far with the wedge shot. I was yep. able to put, you know, on a front pin location on pretty firm greens was able to get the ball to stop, you know, and give ourselves a, a good chance to, potentially win that hole and if not at least half that hole so we everybody had their moments where everybody had you know really nice shots which was good to see i was going to talk about 11 the hole that we uh started the shotgun scramble uh that we won we started on that hole colin had that amazing chip shot when you guys were kind of trying to scramble and save something Mm -hmm. that set you up for a very easy par putt um, yep. I mean, it hit the pin and stayed out somehow. Or was that for a birdie putt? That was for uh, a birdie putt, I think. No, that was for par because we 
we uh, when we hit up, we came up short. So that was the mm. birdie chip. That was the birdie chip. Then you sank the easy par putt. Adam and I had reached the green in three. So we were looking at a par putt to have the hole. And I like after Colin's amazing chip, I had the composure to sink that putt. Yeah. And it was like it was a decent putt. There was meat on it. I bet sure. you thirty feet. Uh, thirty footer. It was it was long. It was 30. Dude. I think it was maybe twenty. Maybe. I but. think you'd be surprised. We'll have to go uh to the sky cam and and, and figure that out yeah how they have it where they have like on the pga it gives you like how far the putt is and like the percentage right made. i bet you the, the percentage is i bet you the percentage make for your putt if it, we actually did have that technology i bet you was under five percent i was gonna say under 10 i really it was it was it, was, a tough it was awesome though. It was an awesome moment just to have that awesome chip shot and then a beautiful putt to really it was a hard fought have on that hole. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, a great time. It was great to uh you know, obviously I we didn't say this in the beginning, but shout out to Adam for last yep. minute being able to jump in and play. I mean, I know personally, you know, I I probably wouldn't have been able to do that just cuz, you know, you get it into Friday. We texted him what Friday, Friday, and he was able to do it. So shout out to him for being able to move, you know, whatever he had to move around, and also too to even uh, come and hang out um, for the post game, uh, the nineteenth hole, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, have a little fun there, hang out, and uh, I mean everybody win money on pole tabs. Let's be honest. Everyone too. did. That was fun. Dustin showed up. He had a prior engagement, but showed up for 19. Yep. Um, he pulled a $100 pull tab. Justin and I both put in some money, both pulled $25 ones, and uh, and then some. I doubled up. You did more than that. But, uh, yeah, it was a good time. And I I saw uh, I saw Danny today, and he told me that, I, that he just missed me too. But I'm glad you were able to catch him. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, we, uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was fun, uh, just to hang out and everything like that. And it really made you remember life before COVID. It just, I go get what out, you're saying. Golf, for sure. Hang out with people, talk to mm-hmm. people, everything like that. It's like, man, we're so close to getting back there and the weather getting nicer. I mean, I drove with my windows down. It's just, oh, yeah. You get those good vibes, and it just makes the whole weekend a, a good time. Absolutely. I agree 100%. But that is our – I'd say that's it, right, man? We can wrap it up here and, and get ready. Remember, guys, watch out for that Wednesday episode. Um, mm-hmm. Everything to do with Masters, your betting odds, everything like that, who you should be yeah. betting on if you want to make the big bucks. Uh, remember to the YouTube channel every Tuesday and Thursday, we got new videos this week. When you're listening to this tomorrow, there will actually be a video of the approach game that we had talked about. Um, mm-hmm. was that last week or two weeks ago that we talked that about was the last approach week. game? Okay. That was last week. So last week we talked about it. So you'll get to see it in action. That one comes down to the wire too. For a couple of those shots, we had a yeah. couple of shankopotamuses. Uh, so laugh along with us as you get to watch those. And then, uh, yeah, that's all I got on my end here, Dom. Anything you want to give the people? 
The last thing I want to do is just give a shout out to the girlfriend, Glow. Today, when this episode airs, it will be her birthday. I just want to tell her uh, she is the best, and I am excited to spend another birthday with her. But that is her shout out. The last thing I got for you folks the rest of the week is make sure that if you do get out, make sure you hit them hard. You hit them straight. But most importantly, don't you dare quit that day job. We will be back here on Wednesday with a packed episode. See you guys.